TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. <laughs> that was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Welcome in, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. We are live from the Windsor meetings again. Make some noise. Up there. All right. Uh, I'm Woodsy. Paul Rindle, he's our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor here as well. Good morning, Benjamin. Hello, Woods. And our head of security, Ray. He is uh, up, over there doing his job uh, admirably. Good morning, my friend. How you doing? All right. He's keeping the thousands and thousands of people <laughs> the throngs, away from us. The throngs of people uh, that are, are clamoring to meet Ben and Woods. Our beloved Corey Stewart is also here. What are you doing here? Did you sleep here? Did you sleep here it last night? It is a night? hotel. That it is, is a hotel. It's a place where you are allowed to sleep overnight. I walk so. in, Paul's setting up the table, and there's Corey. And I'm like, uh, what am I missing? Uh, I I don't want to talk about what room I was in last uh, night. What went down? Yeah, I'm just right. tr- I'm just trying to help the ball club. Was it one <laughs> of the team suites? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I, he's not going to tell. I'm it. not going to say what team suite it was, but yeah, I'm here to help you the ball club. Infiltrated the Guardians suite, didn't you? <laughs> there was a lot of that going around last night, from what I understand. A lot of a uh, lot of infiltration, uh, from what I what I saw on Twitter when I woke up. Always, it's my favorite thing to do is go to bed. I went to bed a little early last night. I wasn't feeling all that great. And I wake up to, you know, an absolute nightmare, uh, something that happened out here at the winter meetings. It's just bananas. Uh, people don't know how to act anymore. It's, it's crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy to me. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know how wild and raucous it got. Don't know from what room Corey Stewart stumbled down from. Um, but I am, am glad to be back here today. Hopefully today goes a little bit better than yesterday. I don't know what it is. You know, we had to, we had to pivot a little bit early. But there's something about this show in particular. I would take this show against any other show in the market or any other market as long as we are in our studio. 
when we get out on remote, we are like JoJo the Idiot Circus Boy. <laughs> just, just, like we don't know how to act. We don't know what to do. Ben turns into sports robot. I just get immediately pissy. I get so mad. And then Ben's just like, yeah, text over the blah, blah, blah. And he just can't, like, we can't, we're not us. We're not us when we're not in our seats. I don't know what it is. And uh, we just, we're not Ben and Woods when we're on, on, on location. Do you well, agree? Hopefully, yeah, I agree. It's I weird, kind of right? A little bit. When we're in the studio, it is like a GD symphony. It really is. I look at him. I can look at Pauly. Pauly's over there doing his thing on the, the computer. Pauly comes with some fire from the audio. And, you know, Ben and I are laughing. We get out on remote, and we're like, I don't know what it is. Every single live remote. Now, hopefully, we just panic. We make up for it by getting some cool people to come sit with us. And it happened yesterday. Yes. We had some great interviews in the second half of the show. And hopefully, today, we're going to have more, including uh, Trevor Hoffman, Bob Melvin, and others who are going to be stopping by. But you're, you're right. It's a little. A little different when we're out here, but I love seeing the friends. On the um, walk back to the car yesterday, Paulie and I ran into our friend Corey Brock uh, covering the Mariners. Yep, as love he was Corey walking Brock. In. He introduced us to a C. Trent Rosecrans. Oh, C. Trent Rosecrans who covers the Cincinnati Reds. I think he hates me. I'm glad I wasn't there. I think he does hate me. Um, yeah, you were not there. Paul mentioned that. I think. On <laughs> oh, the, did he? The walk back. Did you say something I, to him? No, he was very nice, uh, and he introduced himself. And then when we kept on walking, I go. I don't remember exactly what happened, but something happened. He was and talking. Woods is probably blocked. He was talking <laughs> smack about one of our guys. It was the. It was the weird slide, right during the Red Series. Yeah. Who slid weird? Somebody. Somebody. One uh, of them or one of us? Void. It was the void slide, right? Right. Yeah, maybe there was a collision. Yeah, there was a collision or something, yeah. and I, I can't remember. But he got. And I was like, hey, relax, bro. Like, settle down. So I did not get to see see Trent Rosecrans so, And then we're, uh, we're continuing our walk back. And you know how I like to point out Everything. restaurants yeah. and places to eat and drink. Hey, look, Paul, there's Lou and Mickey's. And yeah. like, right where it's been for the last 25 yeah. years. Ben, Pet- right Petco there. Park. Hey, Petco Park. And so Petco as we're walking by the, uh, the One Harbor Towers, you know, where Ruth's Chris is yeah. there, or Morton's, what, one of those. Uh, no, I think it's Morton's is in there. And on the back side, there's a winery, and I can't help but open my mouth. And I look, I say to Paul, you know, when I think of great wine, I, of course, think of France and Napa and Fallbrook Winery right there. And this older gentleman who's walking by stops, looks very angrily at me, goes, Fallbrook has r- excellent wine. And oh, I go, oh, Paul, I think we just walked by the proprietor oh. of Fallbrook Winery, and I have oh, offended wow. the gentleman. So I wanted to send out an apology to... <laughs> All Fallbrook winemakers, wherever you may be today, you are no longer for my flippant, you're no longer welcome. My flippant comments last night about oh. the quality of your wine, and I'll admit, I have never—I don't think I've ever consumed any Fallbrook no, you Pinot never will, Grigio you or never will. any uh, Fallbrook Chardonnay or now, anything like that. If there's so. anybody that knows about Fallbrook wine, has, can we not just leave him plugged in or no? We don't have we, enough we only slots. Have three for slots. The love of so. God, Jesus Christ, <laughs> nickel and dime. Polly, Polly's over here, like trying to defuse a bomb every yeah, time. Yeah, every time. You want to put Corey He's on? like lethal like, weapon. Cut, cut, cut the, the red, red wire. The, red the, the, the yellow wire. Right. Major market radio is, station. Is this Slide. wedding? Things don't go so well when we're on. Here I go. It's starting. Like, the blood pressure's going again. Here we go. I just want to ask Corey a simple question. 
We have to call in the bomb squad to switch. <laughs> What's going to happen? What if me, Paul, and Ben wanted to interview Katie Wu? We can't do it? No, no not without Paul doing his... You know, lucky he hasn't taken you off the air This yet. table may go over today. I'm just telling you right now. This, <laughs> this may go over. Have you ever had Fallbrook wine? No, I have not. Re- you would, though. I, I, I mean, I've, I've had a lot of Temecula no wine. No self-respecting wine. Is, no, uh, wine, wine. wine. <laughs> Enophile goes south of Temecula, right? I mean, is that right? That's as low as you go. Oh, I didn't even know no, there I mean, were wineries. I heard there. Mexico has some good wineries now down in the I, I, yeah, I've, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, to one. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I, yeah I, I think I would skip the uh, the Fallbrook wine tour. Personally, <laughs> really? Yeah. <clears throat> Man, I didn't know I worked with such uh, such snobs. snobs. Oh, you didn't know that. Snobs. You know we're snobs. You <laughs> yes, know we're snobs. Polly and I would be happy to come partake of your Fallbrook wine. <laughs> uh, back on because. One I mean, it is. jug of Fallbrook wine. <laughs> a jug. <geez>. A box. <laughs> Ooh, that guy got pissy at you, huh? Yes, he did. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, your persona non grata in Fallbrook. Apparently. It's already, yeah. it's already said. It's, uh, well, we had some. It's uh, not a huge loss, as I think I haven't been to Fallbrook in about 35 years. So. That is amazing. <laughs> uh, big news, obviously, down here uh, yesterday, of course, right when we left. Some, some big, big stuff. That we're going to get to today. Uh, who's on the agenda, Paulie? Who's on the roster, as it were, right now? Bomb squad. Bomb squad engaged. There we go. <laughs> uh, Katie Wu has assured me that she will be showing up here. Now, see, I've heard her. Uh, I've heard her act before. In about an I've hour. heard that song and dance before from her. Yeah, she'll be okay. here. She said roughly seven fifteen, seven thirty, somewhere in that. Does range. she know that she almost brought? <laughs> the end of the Ben and Wood show yesterday by canceling on us at 7.15 or whatever. It was almost the end of the show. Uh, Bob Melvin will be here uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. Trevor Hoffman is here this morning to give out the Reliever of the Year Award. Or I think he does the National League Reliever me? of the Year Award. I don't know if you were nominated. It's either you or Edwin Diaz. I'm not sure. <laughs> God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> we'll ask Trevor when he gets here. <laughs> you know how nervous Edwin Diaz is. <laughs> I mean, if he loses to you, it's going to be very embarrassing that he came all the yeah, way out here. They got me on a discount, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, who else? Uh, Skip Schumacher said he wants to stop by. We will find out. I saw, I saw his sexy ass on MLB Network last night. Doing the interview, they were they were parading the match through, and they put Skip up there, and he shouted out Tingler. No wait, he shouted out AJ Preller and Andy Green. I said, "Oh, okay." No Ben and Woods mentioned whatsoever. Mm. Uh, didn't learn anything from us apparently. So, uh, but man, he looks good up there. He looks, you know, the first thing they asked him, "What are you going to bring to the organization?" He goes, "What's what's most important?" And he goes, "I think holding guys accountable." And I went. That's what I'm talking about. He goes. He also said, and I'll ask him about it today if he stops by, the Marlins want to win now. And I want to know if he really believes that the Marlins want to win now. I, 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 is that, or is that something you have to say? You know, I remember saying it after you and I, we talked to him, I don't know, three weeks ago, mm-hmm. four weeks ago. And, and I remember saying afterwards, his arc to getting to this point, I think, is going to make him a great manager. Sure. He was a longtime player. Yep. Won a World Series. Yep. Was coached by one of the best yep. in La Russa. And one of the worst. Yeah. And one of the worst. So he's kind of seen it all. Yeah, you see the good and the As bad. As a coach, he was there for Andy Green yep. and Jace Tingler. 
not with Bob Melvin. No right? Bob Melvin. But he was able to see like, Ollie Marmol. What, he like, got to see new coaches, like new managers, come into the game. Yeah. See what worked. See what didn't. And I think that's all going to really come together to help him. He could basically take what he learned from Andy Green and Jay Stingler, do the opposite, and be pretty okay. I, I kind of what I was. Yeah, ultimately, <laughs> though, it's going to be determined by what players that they end up acquiring yeah. in Miami. That's exactly right. The smartest manager in the game can't win without good ball players. Yeah. And, you know, even the most mediocre of managers, you give them enough talent, they can't mess that up too badly. Some can. We've seen it. We've seen it north of here for a long, long time. A lot of talent. Uh, I mean, very... messing it up is a relative. I mean, winning 111 right. games, it's relative. There's only so much messing up you can do. You can do more in the postseason do you think than you, you can in the regular Do you think season. you could, with the roster that the Dodgers have had over the last decade, do you think that you could have won? Division titles? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think, Corey, of us I, think Corey, right, Ray, yeah. I think Ray could have. I could. Paul could. I really do. I mean, it's a, a glut of talent. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do. I'm excited to see Skip. I'd like to do the push-up contest if he's up for it. Uh, ben versus <laughs> Skip Schumacher. Ben will be able to do knees or elevated and see who wins. It's going to be amazing. I, the poor guy went out with his staff last night. Probably had a few. I'm going to make him do as many push-ups as he can. He'll do it. He likes to. Sh- he likes to show off his body. I would too. Or he'll probably take his shirt off. Now. I would be. I would too. I would do. I, but he's like, hey, you guys got me in trouble. I'm down there doing push-ups in the lobby of the, the the Hyatt. Uh, but no, I'm, some guy I'm, was filming me. Yeah, uh, against my will. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, Skip today. Who else? Uh, June Lee uh, DM me and said he's going to be around. Said he'd stop by the table. We love June Lee. Huge fans of his. Um, I've been told uh, both. Matty V said he wanted to stop by. Okay, great. Harold Reynolds said he was going to stop by. They both do a show, I think, at 8 a.m. this morning. At 8 morning. a.m. We'll so, on together. I don't know if they're going to come oh, by together. Oh, we can't. Together. We don't have an extra output. <laughs> hmm. We can't. I don't know if they'll be here together. I don't know if they'll be here separately, but we're just going to have to wait and see how that plays out. Do you mind? We'll just pass our heads right. back yeah, and Yeah, back and forth, me okay. and you. That's yeah, cool. No, we can, we'll work it out. I we'll love figure live out broadcast. You it's know, both best. our uh, best. main interviews yesterday, John Boy yep. and the Cespedes Barbecue guys, they were duos, and yep. they just had to pass the Pass the mic. There you go. All right. That's All right. It for me. Uh, so first hour, we'll get to some of the news from yesterday. Uh, Trey Turner, obviously, was the big news uh, going to the Philadelphia Phillies. However, the side note was how he decided to go to the Phillies and what the Padres may have been offering to Trey Turner. So we'll get into that. Uh, Manny Machado got a nice honor yesterday. And uh, maybe we talk a little bit about the Aztecs win last night if you've got a minute or two. I need that explained to me, how Manny makes first team and then is nominated for nothing else. I mean, it just... It just makes no sense. Daily Diddy is coming up next. Uh, Woodsy Pick. It is geographical band names, and uh, we're getting started. This, this one, this one may surprise you. Brought to you by the Golf Mart. We are live from the 2022 MLB Winter Meetings downtown at the Hyatt, going until 10 o'clock this morning. Glad to have you with us, Stephen Woods, Paul Rindle, security guard Ray, Ray. Corey Stewart. On San Diego's number one sports station. Let's check in with Kelly. See how the traffic looks this morning on a Tuesday. I once thought above as a prison, a place I didn't want to be. So long ago, I made a decision to be footloose and fancy free. But you came and I was so tempted to gamble on love just one time. I never 
know that this was my pick. Orleans, who is No, this? turn it up. Frank, come on. There we go. Turn it up way loud. The great Alabama might surprise you that that would be my choice. I thought it would be so one of the greatest, greatest country music acts like of all time, Alabama. We got about a billion number one hits, man, and this is my favorite. So you had a geographical band, yeah, yeah. But I never made it to the door. Perfect selection. Good job, Woodsy. Thank you. Uh, it's Ben and Woods. Uh, so, yeah, last night uh, the Aztecs looked a little shaky against Troy. Uh, they were like 17-point favorites and down eight in the second half uh, before rallying to win 60-55. to 55. Uh, Matt Bradley, without him, they'd probably lose that game yesterday. Uh, after making 19 three-pointers on Friday night, back down to four last night, could not hit an open three-point shot. And uh, it was a little dicey, but they did pull out the win 60-55. to 55. I think their next game on Saturday, Woods, against St. Mary's, kind of a pivotal game for their season. Uh, they're going to play at a neutral site in Phoenix. St. Mary's is a pretty good team. Yep, just outside the top twenty-five. I, I mean, if they don't figure something out, they're going to they're going to lose that game, or they may lose it badly. <clears throat> Maybe they need something to shake them up a little bit. But the last few games, they just don't look like they've been locked in anymore. Uh, Jaden Ladie, who looks so good early in the season, he has been struggling. Just the, shot Johnson has been struggling in my mind. Just the uh, normal rhythm of a basketball season. Yeah. That is, I'm sure that is some of it. You get hot, you get cold, um, and you know it's. They're not wanting to play their best basketball until March, so that is definitely part of it. But they're too good to only score 60 points yeah. against Troy's. Not bad. They beat Florida State earlier this season, but they're not a team that should be holding the Aztecs to 60 points. Sure. I did not see it. That's fine. I had. Absolute. You didn't. You didn't miss a time. I had absolute hell on earth in my home last night with a sick child and Mm. another sick co-host, sick child, sick co-host, sick child. We have three inputs on our Comrex machine over there, right? Um, By the way, I wanted to tell you, you were right. The valet was not ten dollars. Was forty-two dollars. That's what I was worried about. Yeah, forty-two. So still, I mean. Still, it's forty-two dollars. You gave him ten to keep it close, so it'd be right there. When <laughs> no, came I didn't. Down. It was forty-two dollars. <laughs> I gave him a five. Can I expense the tip? Does Adam just have Absolutely. to? Absolutely. Does he have to take my word for it that I tipped him a Absolutely, five? Absolutely. Yes. I tipped him four hundred dollars. I didn't have any cash, so I gave him my Rolex, Adam. So I'm going to need that back <laughs> on our expense uh, account. Well, I look, I'm going to expense that. I look forward to getting it back in March. So um, yeah, it's it's good. Did you guys take the Odyssey survey yesterday? I did I'm not, not take it. You haven't taken it yet? We have no. to do it on the air. We have to do it on the air. We have to. There's an Odyssey. Uh, uh, how happy are you Oh, with your, with your current survey? company nice. survey? We should do it live on the radio. We're killing time right now. We're at the winter meetings. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. And uh, our, our first guest isn't due for about an hour. So we're chilling right now. Chilling, chilling, doing the uh, maybe the Odyssey survey. Talking some, uh, I want to talk some baseball trades. I have a lot of baseball. Odyssey, uh, housekeeping I need to do. I do too, I have, man. Like, two, like day long trainings. Yeah, I got some trainings to knock out too. But man, I do want to talk more about this Trey Turner deal. Were you guys disappointed when you saw it? I was a touch disappointed. I never got my hopes up too highly. I, I, I mean, after I found the details out afterwards, it was like, okay, now I'm disappointed after the fact. But because wait, didn't didn't it when you found out the details? Weren't you 
That made me more disappointed. I was more disappointed. Right. Reading that the Padres were really disappointed, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that it was like a, a, a like kick in the nuts or something. It. Yeah, they thought they had him. Well, generally, in the history of baseball, when the Padres offer the most money, they always get their guys. Isn't it's, that almost true of you know, almost every team? You know, they usually in the past have looked for the San Diego discount. Some guys would take it. Some guys would go after more money and play in a, a less hospitable environment. But when the Padres came to the table with the money, they're accustomed to getting their person. So if the reports are accurate and the Padres offered more money than the Philadelphia Phillies, now is that is that more total money? Is that a higher average annual value? Right. I, I'd be surprised if A.J. Preller offered 11 years for Trey Turner. That, to me, when it was announced, time, that seemed – nutty to, to give that guy 11 years uh, you know this is not a 24 year old like fernando tetis jr sure. or juan soto or yeah. wander franco this is a guy who's about to turn you know 30 11 years seemed like a, a ridiculously long contract for trey turner it now, did is it, that what it took to get it done i don't know but i would have been surprised if the padres went that long on a deal the rumor that I heard, or at least that I saw, was that the the total money was about twenty five million more. Everybody see that it's about twenty. Padres offered twenty five million more um, in total compensation. So three hundred twenty five million mm-hmm. over at least probably then the same amount of time. Right. So Could have um, been more I, years because they have gone twelve three hundred and twenty five. But again, I don't I mean, even know. we've been talking since the season ended. That Trey Turner and and telling everybody Trey Turner wants to play on the East Coast. It's it's never been a secret. It's been, his wife is from New Jersey, Philly and Jersey are you know brothers in arms. You're you're right there, man. If if the missus wants to be close to home, if you're Trey Turner, and guess you're kind of a cuck. You say sure. You you choose where I play baseball. I think that's pretty weak myself. But um, listen, he ended up going where we. Thought he was going to go. He was going to go. So that wasn't surprising, and I really was able to kind of cope with it by saying, "Well, clearly the Padres were willing to spend three hundred plus million dollars." So that's the thing for me, so... where I go, "Wait, wait, wait! You guys are look. You guys have an extra three twenty-five right now." <laughs> that's the first thing. I'm, if you were going that hard, there's for him, still some big names out there with three twenty-five. Go get me Carlos Radon today. Go get me Carlos Radon today. I do like, though, that the Padres are willing to go as high as it takes for anyone they like. That doesn't mean it doesn't mean they have a, a bucket of money that they have to spend. Sure, of course. If they don't like it, but guy, they're willing. You, they're, they, yes, they, they are, were willing yesterday it, to go. They, they are absolutely willing for the right player. And according to the reports, Trey Turner was the right player. Now, we heard the rumors about Xander Bogarts, but yesterday uh, saw reported in The Athletic and the UT, I believe, that now that they didn't get Turner, they're not interested in any of the other shortstops. I, I can't buy that. That's what was reported yesterday. I, can't, I, I don't buy that a Tur- bit. It was Turner or bust for the big deal, and they're not going to continue to pursue any other shortstops on the free agent market now. Carlos, uh, Carlos Correa, uh, Xander Bogarts, they make your lineup infinitely better so much better was there something in you know you never know with trey there could have been something where trey's like no i'm willing to play wherever which gives you flexibility correa and xander could say no i don't want to i don't i only want to play short and they're like "Eh, long term we'd like to tease there you never know what the the discussions are i love the fit with trey turner the padres need a little bit of speed yeah you know a little bit of his just 
I, the way he's he, a, he's he, a, he, uh, seemed, he seemed to mesh well with the guys they already have in place. No in doubt. Mind. Not that Bogarts couldn't. I think Bogarts would. I, I think he probably would best better than the other two. For us, though, for us as media and fans, I mean, you, you, it's it's hard to get much better than Carlos Correa. I mean, <laughs> Carlos Correa is fearless. He's fearless. And, you know, again, if you're going to go after Turner, I don't understand why it takes you out of the Correa-Bogarts uh, uh, sweepstakes. I really know, don't. Were they in on Turner for like 10, 11 years, or was it they were offering more AAV? That's on what we're not, I have no we're not idea. Sure, because would you have signed up for that? The more I've thought it, it was about announced it, yesterday, Padres, 11 or whatever, 11, 10 years, 11 years, $300 million. Do in? I sign up for that? Yeah. yeah. Me as Steve Woods, the fan? <laughs> Hell yeah. Now, that, you? you know, we don't know any of the details, and A.J. Preller didn't confirm any of it other than that they had had contact with Trey Turner, but he didn't say what they offered, and we will probably never know exactly. Was there a lot of deferred money? I mean, you can you can make a contract look, hey, we offered him $25 million more. Yeah, but you spread it out over the next 40 years, Bobby Bonilla style. I mean, that hasn't been... Well, we've been... seen some create, creative contracts this offseason. We absolutely have. So, you know, I'm not... I'm not saying that Trey Turner left a bunch of money on the table necessarily to go to Philadelphia. We may never know if that's true or not. But, he, again, it's the place where we all knew in our heart of hearts that he wanted to go. And, he liked, and, you know, and of he course, he wanted to play with Bryce Harper again. Yeah, and of course, but he had also said, quote, if there was one guy I could play with again, it would be Juan Soto. So, I mean, Juan Soto's here. Now I'm worried about Juan Soto going to Philly in two years. <laughs> I'll get all these guys back I, together. What's stunning, though, is that until yesterday – there was only one team in baseball history that had given out two $300 million contracts. It was the San Diego Padres. The Phillies became the second team to do so. If Trey Turner had chose the Padres, though, three. they would have been the first team to ever give out three $300 million contracts. The Yankees, Dodgers, whatever, one at most and then, any, anywhere else. And then you extend Soto, that's four. <laughs> three and Soto. Take that Turner money and go to Juan Soto's agent today. And get that done, if it's even possible to get that done. Do do fewer years. That, I'm, I'm, the more and more I think about it, I was talking to some buddies last night, and the the pe- I know I saw people scoffing at the Verlander, you know, high AAV, couple years. I'm all for it, man. Give me lots of money and a couple of a couple of years, really. Like Correa's deal deal last year, the Twins should have had him for at least two. You can't let him go year to year. You just can't. If you're going to spend that kind of money, you need. You need to build something there. So, But give me like a three-year deal, Ben, with a high, high AAV, because, again, it's not our money. And then you're not, you're not beholden to a guy when he's 41 years old. I know that's a tough contract for some guys to sign, but Carlos Correa is walking proof that they'll do it. If you've got some thoughts about what happened uh, with Trey Turner yesterday, uh, this first hour is pretty quiet. You can probably call us, 833-288-0973. Dial us up now, 833 288 0973973 the fans coverage of the winter meetings is presented by Petter Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Poway nobody does it better than Petter of Poway we'll come back some news from Manny Machado good news maybe some a little head scratch head scratching still yes. good, it actually angered me good news <laughs> that angered Woods yeah. about Manny Machado uh, explain that contradiction when we come back and we missed it yesterday because we had the guys from Cespedes uh, family barbecue on but our Ben and Woods wrapped, our countdown of our favorite moments of the year. we got to make good from yesterday, so we'll try to get two in today. Uh, but we'll definitely sneak one of those in coming up next. Ben and Woods live from the winter meetings at the Hyatt downtown on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Rap, 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 rap.
Uh, sweet sound of the fabulous Thunderbirds. <laughs> ben and Woods wrapped. Look back at some of our uh, fav- favorite moments uh, throughout the year 2022. And, uh, man, I I love this one. Are we doing BOG here? Or are we going to do the, the repeat? You guys want to make good on yesterday? We do need to make good on yesterday, and it's quick. That one's quick. That's quick. All right, let's start with uh, the one we were going to do yesterday, and we totally forgot because, again, we're awful at live broadcasts. Just the worst radio <laughs> show in, in the world when we have to broadcast live. Um, something that happens every now and then when you're in this business is your mind wanders, your partner may be talking, and your mind is somewhere else. Happens to me, hap- hap- happens to Ben from time to time, once in a while. Happens often to Ben. But the repeating of something you just said is, it when it happens, it is just legendary. Also, the repeating of something you just said is really, really funny. It's really funny. Really funny. It's exactly what happened uh, on this day. And, and so I saw this last night. They had two guys from Honduras that were treated for hypothermia. So here's what I want to know. Who's the absolute dill hole that said, hey, I like this. This is a good idea to play there. Remember the In movie? In fact, I read somewhere that two of them had to be treated for hypothermia <laughs> after the game because they were so cold. Two of the Honduras players had to be treated for hypothermia. Get right out of town. Really? That's, That's I mean, it's, it's gamesmanship. I, the U.S. says we can't miss the World Cup this time. We don't want any l- unlucky 1-1 tie or anything. We're making them play in Minnesota yeah, outdoors in February. Sorry, Honduras. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Soccer. Yes, it is. Soccer. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's something. It's something. You just did it again. It had been so very <laughs> what long. What did I do? I don't even know. It's one of my favorite things. Was that was that like back in March? Because it sounded yeah. like that was the last time my voice sounded like it does today. Yeah, it was, uh, also. Frank has the date. I think it was like February. 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 Yeah. Last time I had a winter cold. Same, yeah. Same deal. Yeah. It. It. When I say something and then he literally just repeats it back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Two guys in Honduras got uh, sent off the ice with hypothermia. Oh, is that right? One of my soccer favorite, pitch. Soccer pitch. Sorry, yeah. I thought it was hockey. Uh, which always delighted me. We're talking about our, our buddy Brian O'Grady uh, as well, one of our favorite, favorite Padres to ever come through here. Just the kindest uh, guy. Loved it. Totally gets it. Gets it. He totally, totally gets it. So he uh, was in Japan. His wife Delaney was having a baby. So we thought we were going to do a nice little uh, tribute to them. We'll send it over to Brian. You know, welcome uh, their little girl they into the world. They just announced. They just announced, yep. And uh, we did the... The uh, baby announcement live on the air and uh, hilarity and soon. You asked for some bagpipes, bagpipes. or something. Yeah. You had like an old. Uh, and I had an old Irish um, like a hymn or. No, a, a proverb poem. or what do you call it? Oh, like a, uh, an yeah, Irish. A saying, a, a proverb, blessing. A, an Irish blessing. blessing. There you go. That's yeah. it. An Irish blessing. And, and I was going to read it to her on you were the air. You're looking for some solemn. You know, yeah, bagpipe at the edge of the sea. Bagpiping. Yes, yes, yeah, I know exactly. You, I know I'm not. Going for. I'm not going to make excuses because what ended up happening was, was better, amazing. Was better, but you, you gave me about four seconds notice. Yes, and said, give me As some I bagpipes. Usually do. So I just like Spotify real quick, tried to find some bagpipes, and uh, it, it just kind of all went to hell. This, but it was so good. This one. This is what happened. We really try to be serious. For we are halfway home on a Thursday here on Ben and Woods this morning and wanted to take this opportunity to uh, welcome 
to the world. Let's go. Little Mila O'Grady, who has made it. What in the world is this? (laughs) (laughs) Paul didn't listen all the way through, apparently, to this. uh, (laughs) Is this poignant Irish song? (laughs) This is... Is that... Can you redo and find a nice, what? sweet Irish Paul, blessing what is, song? What is the name of this what band that? that you have picked on, for us on. here? What was that song? Uh, that was freaking... Uh, it, it was Wake uh, Me Up? Yeah, by Avicii. Because yeah. they also have Wake Me Up. Let's just do... It. He picked a band called the Red Hot Chili Pipers for our <laughs> tribute. <laughs> just find an old That's Irish... Genius. God! That's genius! We blew this whole they're, thing. They're, that's <laughs> 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 genius. <laughs> Sorry, I'm good. I'm good now. This is this is not my. This is the Brian O'Grady segment. This is not my segment. Go, please. I'm good. <laughs> Wanted to do a little tribute. Welcome to the world, Mila O'Grady. You got great parents there, and uh, I'll read you a little Irish blessing to to you know. Bring it in for you. A newborn babe. Bring. And this is where I need some music, Paul. Give me some of that Red Hot Chili Pipers again. <laughs> play it slowly. Play it now slowly. You're in. Now I'm Red in. Hot Chili Pipers? Yeah, give me some Red Hot Chili Pipers for the Irish blessing. Because what says Ireland more than the Red Hot Chili Pipers? Bagpipes more Scottish than... I don't know. A newborn babe brings light to the house, warmth to the heart. Hearth? (laughs) (laughs) And joy to the soul, for wealth is family, and family is wealth. Everybody dance now. (laughs) (laughs) There's no more joy to the soul that I can give than the red hot chili piper. Oh, our beloved. I think it was, is it Mila or Mila? Probably Mila. Mila O'Grady. Maybe it's Mila. But, uh, yeah, that went swimmingly. Uh, but it, it did bring us a lot of laughs, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Uh, they're a real thing. They're a real thing. A lot of people go see them uh, play in concert. They're kind of a shtick band, but I think that is, they're immensely talented, obviously. But that's our Ben and Woods wrapped. Had to double up to make up. For yesterday. Why was Woods mad about Damn. good news for Manny Machado? We'll get to that first. This hour of Ben and Woods brought to you by Gomez Trial Attorney. Seriously injured? Get a real trial attorney. Get Gomez. So uh, yesterday afternoon here at the winter meetings at the Hyatt, uh, MLB announced their first team selections. This is actually something they've only been doing a couple of years, a la like the NBA, you know, where you got your five first teamers. Yeah. But it's better than e- being even named an all-star or whatever your best position, because this is all of Major League Baseball, National League and American League. There's only one one team, first team, everybody, first baseman, second baseman, shortstop, third baseman, go around the horn. Just one guy. So they're oh, picking boy. the best guy at each position. Uh-huh. And Manny Machado, I, I would I would hope to no one's surprise, was named the first team All MLB third baseman. But if if <laughs> history was an indicator by any stretch. Then it would have been Nolan Arenado who cleaned up on every other award for third baseman in baseball. So please make it make sense to me. He well, was not a finalist 
for the defensive part of third base. He wasn't even a finalist for the Gold Glove in the National League. Manny, he was not a finalist for the Silver Slugger. They just named the Silver they just Slugger named the award. Silver Slugger it was, no was not an MVP. So, so essentially, at least that though that that group of voters said the best offensive third baseman in the National League is Nolan Arenado. Correct. And the best defensive third baseman in the National League, and in fact, the Platinum, the platinum Glove as the best defensive player overall is Nolan Arenado. <laughs> Yet somehow, even though he's the best <laughs> offensive and defensive third baseman, he's not the best third baseman in his own league. That goes to Manny Machado, who is the all-MLB third baseman first team. Make it make sense. Well, then, uh, then why did Manny Machado finish ahead of Nolan Arenado in the MVP voting? <laughs> It doesn't, doesn't it, make a lot of sense here. It's like, it's like, hey, here's two categories. Let's judge them on these categories, right? Offense and defense. Clearly, Nolan's better. So they give him that, give him that. Let's judge them overall. Uh, Manny's better. Wait, what? What? If you have two categories, offense and defense, and Nolan's better in both, allegedly, then it would stand to reason that the best overall, if you're one and one, it would... He, that equals two. Now, now, you should be, Nolan Arenado should be first team. He's not. I don't think he ever maybe was. Maybe it's simply a factor of it's a different group of voters. I know it's a group. It's uh, coaches and there's a fan vote component to the Gold Glove and Silver Slugger Awards. There's coaches and assistant coaches. I'm not sure exactly how they do the all MLB teams and who gets the vote there. But to me, it looks like, at least in some segment, that there remains a bias against Manny Machado. I don't think there's any question. By some people. I, I don't know any other way to read that, that within baseball there remains, at least among a certain segment of people, a bias against Manny Machado. It's, it's, it's asinine. I mean, it just makes, it makes no sense. Hey, you're the best at offense. You're the best at defense. Um, yeah, you got fewer MVP, MVP votes, but we're going to put this other guy in at third for all MLB team. Uh, Manny should have Manny should have cleaned house during award season. Should have cleaned house. Uh, that makes no sense, and and just goes to further confuse me uh, with some of these end of the season awards. Still waiting on the decision from Aaron Judge. Uh, there has been a lot of smoke now. People were saying he was going to be here today at the Hyatt, and then he showed up at the Monday Night Football game last night. Yeah, in Tampa. In Tampa. That's yeah, a, in a, a Mike Evans jersey, which yep. made it seem like well probably not going to be in San Diego today if he's in Tampa Bay last night. And then it came out later that, at least as of now, there is no expectation that Aaron Judge is going to be here in person. But if he does show up, that means there's probably almost certainly going to be a deal uh, announced pretty soon. So uh, we haven't heard anything on that other than he was the guy that a lot of people thought might be the first to sign at these winter meetings. Instead, Justin Verlander was the first big name to go. Trey Turner then goes yesterday. Uh, but Aaron Judge remains at least on the market. Uh, the Yankees said yesterday we're not going to not going to pressure him to make a decision. Brian Cashman, who got extended himself yesterday as the GM, said let him take his time, and you know we're not going to rush him and say, hey, you got to decide now. He gets they, he gets the privilege of taking his time to make this life changing you know career decision. You see what else he said? That they have not been given any indication that they will be allowed or have the opportunity to match what another team offers. So if you're an agent, you say to the New York Yankees, hey, man, MVP, uh, played 158 games last year, hit 62 home runs, basically the the entire core of your team. You drafted him. You developed him. He's a Yankee. What's your best offer? That's how you do it. 
You don't say, well, the Giants actually are offering $22 million more, and the Yankees are, we'll give you 23 He says, what is he, they say, what is he worth to you? Make your best offer. And DeRosa was on, at that stage there last night, saying, Giants are going to outbid them. They're going to take it into the stratosphere. They're going to go get I don't get necessarily Chuck. think that it's true the way you're, you're framing it. I didn't frame it. But I didn't frame it that way. That's not that's not how an agent I would think does his business, nor should do his. That's business. how that's how Cashman has said that they're doing their business. I mean, when Trey Turner signed with the Phillies, uh, according to reports, they weren't willing to go up to three hundred million, and then they heard the Padres are offering more. We need to up our sure. deal, and they did. I mean, that's that's how an agent works. You pit teams against no, no, each other, that, and, and, and you make them go higher and higher, absolutely, until you find the best offer, and then you eventually you take it. But if you feel if you're Aaron Judge, and you don't every Trey Turner is not Aaron Judge, and Ben Higgins isn't Stephen Woods. We have different things that we are important to us, right? So what may be important to me may not be important to you. If you're Aaron Judge, and you're like everything I've done for this organization, and um, you couldn't get me locked up last year. Maybe he is a little bit. Maybe he is a little bit like no, no. Show me what your best offer is, and giving then the Giants the chance to be the ones to come in and swoop in. If, if there's two offers that come into an agent and one's higher than the other and it's the Giants that's significantly higher than the Yankees, the Yankees drop the ball. They need to offer him one that he cannot say no to. Is there a chance that, a la Trey Turner, that Judge might take less to go to San Francisco than take more to stay in New York because he it, really wants to go to the West Coast it, it, opposite of Trey Turner? Yeah, it just it depends on what his wants and his needs are. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, if it got this far <laughs> – the, the gamble on yourself in a walk year is the craziest thing ever, and then to have an MVP season like that, it's the catbird seat. It's what every guy dreams of. I did see last night here they were uh, interviewing Kyle Tucker and Will Smith from the Dodgers, and they asked Kyle Tucker, uh, hey, so you got Abreu. That's great for you guys. Uh, anybody else you want? He's like, we're going to make moves. We'll be fine. Will, who would you guys like to see the Dodgers at? He goes, well, how about Aaron Judge? And I'm like, oh, my God, Aaron Judge to the Dodgers. Uh, you know, listen, it, it, it's a real possibility. I don't think they'll do the nine years because they don't do that, but that's not something we want. I mean, if the Padres were willing to offer above $300 million for Trey Turner, is there room somewhere to make an offer to Aaron Judge? Are they a mystery team out there? Could are the be. Padres talking could to be. Aaron Judge, and we haven't heard anything about this? They certainly could put him in their lineup. I mean, they've got, don't they've get got me room excited. for him. Holy crap. Oh, my God. They've got room for him. I, I would have never considered that as a possibility, but at this point, it what, just, it what, just can you, what can you eliminate? <laughs> it just moved a can little. Can you even? I mean, I can. I can imagine. I can All right, one it. hour in the books. We'll come back. 833-288-0973. We're Judgy also going to qualify a, oh. uh, another listener for a trip to Las Vegas. <laughs> don't even need to play take on woods to do so and then the guests should start rolling in including harold reynolds uh in our next hour stay tuned for all of it live from the winter meetings it's bennett woods right here on 97.3 the fan